0: Father, we thank you for this great news that these shepherds received that night, that morning. Uh, We thank you that we can read these words to help us to understand what they mean. Amen. Children, I have a question for you. Did any of you get any presents this morning? Maybe you've got some to open later. Uh, Esme, what did you get? Shy to tell us is there anyone? Uh, keep your hand up if you're if you got a present and you're confident enough to tell us, Isaac. How to draw Minecraft, excellent. Joel, a guitar, very exciting. Phineas, wow, what a treat, Jonathan. Oh, wow. Exciting. Matilda. Excellent. Esther. Very sensible. Very sensible. Uh, excellent. Oh, go on, Chloe. Last one. What did you get, Chloe. We've got a Dolores doll. Did I hear that? Excellent. They can play together, I'm sure. Um, Super. It's great to hear that the children got some presents this morning. Um, Is there anyone else in the room who might have got a present? What do we think? Kids, who else might have got a present or might be hoping to get one later? Esther, who do you think? Maybe the mummies and daddies, maybe some grandparents, maybe some aunties and uncles. Maybe raise a hand if you're an adult and you've had a present this morning. A couple, a couple, maybe hoping for some later. Um, At Christmas, we tend to focus on children getting gifts. But actually, hopefully, everybody gets a gift. The children get something, and the adults get a gift too. And the first Christmas was a bit like that. When Jesus was born, human beings got the most amazing thing. We got the Son of God, the Saviour, the Lord, the Rescuer, born as a human being. When Jesus was born, human beings got the most amazing thing. But we weren't the only ones to get something. God got something too. And in fact, the angels in their little song, just in verse 14 of what Charlotte read for us, the angels start with what God gets at Christmas, which might seem a bit funny, might seem the wrong way around when we know that we got something as amazing as Jesus. But the angels start with what God gets. Here's the first line of their song, glory to God in the highest heaven. What does God get? Children, any of you spot it? Phineas? God gets glory at christmas the result of Jesus' birth for god is that he gets glory in heaven and glory is wowness ever seen something and just thought wow that is incredible maybe a playmobil set if you're young maybe a diamond ring if you're a little older glory is wowness. It's seeing something and thinking and saying, wow, that is incredible. And that's what God gets at Christmas. He gets people saying, wow, look at him. He's incredible. Why does he get that? Well, because it's amazing that Christmas actually happened, that God pulled off Christmas You might think, adults, that you've hopefully done a pretty good job pulling off Christmas this year, all the people in the right place at the right time, the food on the table, hopefully at the right time, the tree looking good, the decorations up. Well, God did an even better job, an amazing job, getting that first Christmas to happen that when the world had turned its back on him, when we had sworn ourselves his enemies, when no other sacrifice would do, he would reach down from all the way up there to all the way down here, that he would intervene in the here and now of our world and come in person as a crying baby. Well, that's incredible. God did an amazing job of getting that first Christmas to happen. And so he gets wowness. He gets people looking at him and saying, wow, he's incredible. And he gets wowness, the angels say, in the highest heaven. Glory to God in the highest heaven. He gets his wowness up there, in the bit above the human earth, above the universe, above human existence as we know it. God gets glory in the highest heaven. At a simple level, that's because that's where he is. And God lives up there, beyond this earth, above this universe. So God gets glory where he is, from the angels up there with him. But I think there's also an invitation there. Because the angels who were singing the song to this shepherd, well, they're not up there anymore. They're down here. The shepherds wouldn't be able to see them or hear them sing this song if the angels were still up there with God. So the angels are now down here singing about God getting glory up there. Do you think maybe they want us to join in with their song? After all, it's a pretty short song. It's two lines long. I think even the shepherds could pick it up. And the shepherds did join in. As Charlotte read right at the end of the passage in verse 20, they were glorifying and praising God, just like the angels. Once, a few years ago, I went to a football match. As a very, very nominal supporter of QPR, I went to see them play against Leicester at their grounds in Loftus Road in West London. And when they scored a goal, do you know what happened? Every single person around me, thousands of them, stood up and roared. I very quickly realized that I needed to stand up and roar too. And so I did. Joined in with the roar, felt a little sheepish about my split second delay. Well, I think that's a bit like what's happening here. The angels want the shepherds to see what's really happening, that all of the angels, all of the heavens, all of creation is giving glory to God, giving their wows to God. And the angels want the shepherds, and they want us to join in. They want us to join in, giving our wows to, Christ, uh, to Jesus this Christmas, praying to him. Giving thanks to him, telling him how great he is and how thankful we are that he's given us Christmas. We're going to think about why. God deserves our wows for that in just a moment. So, at the first Christmas, God gets glory, he gets wowness. And the second line of the song says what we get. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. A bit more obvious this one. Which child can tell us what do we get at Christmas? We get peace. The result of Jesus' birth for people is that we get peace on earth. What is peace? Well, if glory is wowness... Peace is oneness. Peace is what results when two people or two groups who have been at war no longer fight, but come together as one. Peace is oneness. It's when the bully says sorry to you and doesn't pinch you anymore, but plays with you. Peace is when your sister stops her tantrum and comes back into the room and you carry on your game together. Peace is going to your friend, your parent, your teacher, and saying sorry, and seeing them forgive you, and it all be made right again. Peace is oneness. It's not just peace and quiet, calm, although it does lead to that, but it's people who have been in a battle, no longer fighting, but coming together as one. And the angels sing that because of the first Christmas, we get peace, we get oneness with God. Peace from what? Peace with who? I wasn't aware that I was fighting anyone, and I'm a pretty chilled out person. I don't think I need any more peace. And isn't peace something we find for ourselves in the world? What does it have to do with God? Well, the Bible teaches us that there is a war going on, a bigger war than the one between Israel and Palestine or between Ukraine and Russia, a bigger war than the first or second world wars, a bigger war than the bitterest family divide, the worst clash of cultures. And it's a war between people and God. A war that we started, or at least our ancient ancestors, Adam and Eve, started when they first disobeyed God in the garden. And it's a war that we and every other generation of human beings have kept going. It's a battle for who gets to say what is good, what is true, what matters, how we are to live as humans. Does the God who created us get to say that or do we get to decide? But at the first Christmas, we got Peace. The gap between us and God was so huge there was no way that we could cross it. But God could, and God did. And that first Christmas He entered our world. He came and lived and walked as one of us. Because that little baby Jesus was God. Jesus was God, breathing the air we breathe, eating the food we eat, give or take, catching the infections we catch, crying the tears we cry, laughing the laughs we laugh. Jesus was God, living as one of us. So he could associate with us? Yes. So he could feel our pain? Yes. So he could sympathize with us? Yes. So he could set an example for us yes but more than all of those so he could die for us so he could bear God's good right and fair anger for sin for us so he could bridge the chasm that lay between God and us and win victory for God and us against the enemies of Satan and sin forever the first Christmas, we get peace, oneness with God, and end, finally, to our battle against God. But there's a condition, because the angels sing that this peace is to those on whom God's favour rests. Now that maybe doesn't sound great, it conjures up images of a of a capricious God sitting up there on his cloud, deciding who he's going to send a blessing down on today and who's going to get the thunderbolts. It rubs against the equality, prizes for all, culture we live in. Maybe we prefer Santa, who claims to care who's been naughty or nice, but who gives presents to all in the end. But the God of the Bible isn't a cruel God who takes pleasure, in picking some out and sending others to judgment. Because this offer for peace is for all. The angel told the shepherds a few verses before the song, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Jesus' birth wasn't announced in private, He didn't keep a low profile throughout his earthly ministry. His death and resurrection didn't happen behind closed doors. Jesus' birth, teaching, death, resurrection and offer of peace was plain for all to see. All who knew and saw him then and all who can read his words written in the Bible today. The offer of peace is for all. We just need to come and accept it. The rest of Luke's gospel gives many examples of people who heard the good news and came and accepted it, and God's favour rested on them. I think perhaps, I'm sure, like me, you get emails telling you you've won a prize lots of money, lots of stuff, a nice holiday. You just need to click on a link to get the prize. And you probably don't click on the links in those emails. Uh, You know, they're designed to trick us. But imagine a real email. All you needed to do was click on the link and receive your dream house, your dream car, your dream holiday. All you need to do is click. And it's the same with Jesus. His offer of peace is for all. You'd be crazy not to accept it this Christmas. So accept it. If you haven't yet, say sorry for your sin and ask for the peace that only he can give. And if you've already received it, if you've already accepted Jesus' offer, then enjoy the deep peace, the oneness with God that we have because of Christmas. There's no better gift God could have given us and give him back glory. Give him your wows, for we get peace, and God gets glory. That's what the angels sang, and that's what we will sing now. But first, let me pray. Father, we thank you for this short song the angels sang, which tells us so much of what that first Christmas, what every Christmas is about. Help us to accept your gift of peace, that your favour may come to rest on us. And we thank you, those of us who've already accepted it, that we have oneness with you, that the battle is over, that we are forgiven. May we give our glories, our wows back to you, we pray. Amen.